all rise in the case of the German left versus the occupying American force, the DSA Berlin. Hey, 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 welcome to your weekly corner spatey. We have, I guess, what's now the full gang because Kieran's being a father. So it's myself, uh, Rob. Hi. Yulia. Hello. That's, that's too quiet, whatever. But Hello. <laughs> better. And we have uh, two special guests from Berlin DSA. Um, Michelle, is it Heiner or Hain- Hainer? Do I want to do the German pronunciation? Um, it's up for interpretation. Okay, because you, we, you know, one. yeah, we're gonna we're 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 in Germany, so it's it's Heiner now. Heiner. Yeah. Michelle and, Heiner. <laughs> <laughs> and Tegnutzen. Did I pronounce pretty, that right? Pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Good. It just makes me think of Knut the, the Knut polar the bear. Polar? Oh, he's dead. Yeah, no, he's dead. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so uh, for those who don't know, uh, DSA has now gone international. Uh, there is, if I'm not mistaken... Mm, the virus has broken quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> there's a chapter here in Berlin, and there's also a chapter in the UK, if I'm not mistaken, that kind of started around the same time, mm. right? Like, I'm and not a couple wrong. other sort of embryos of chapters in um, Australia, France, a couple of people in Italy, the Netherlands, but the, U- um, the UK and Germany are the two most established groups that we have. Damn right. <laughs> and so, yeah, we have y'all here to just kind of break down about why you're ruining the German left and uh, where to, uh, you know, uh, what, what we can do to ruin the German left altogether as, <laughs> as Amis, as we're called. Except for Yulia, you're, you're honorary American now, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> My new can favorite Twitter account is uh, something called The English Alman, <laughs> which wow. is a fascinating concept, and I like to think of Yulia as... I don't English know. Island? No, you're like a, a German cracker or something. I don't know. <laughs> we're, work, we're workshopping it. We're workshopping it. It's good. I mean, we're, we're really the inheritors of a proud tradition of Americans ruining the German left. So Damn right. We yeah. want to keep that yeah, up. Yeah. So I guess like for, because we are a European-based podcast, and I'm assuming that not everyone who listens to our show knows what DSA is. Could you maybe break that down in your, you know, simplest uh, way of, of, of how... Maybe not how the DSA came about, because it's been around for like 30 years or 40 years or something like that, but um, kind of like the recent surge of popularity, and I've seen it's like 2016, right? DSA's gotten like a massive bump, and yeah, so what makes like, what, what, what is DSA, and what specifically is DSA Berlin? How do they fit into this? I don't, I don't say quagmire, but that's a bad thing, uh, into this, <laughs> um, yeah, network. You know, we're, uh, we're, we're digital now, aren't we? Yeah. All online. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I think the post-2016 bump in membership can be attributed to Bernie Sanders and people not knowing where to go with the energy of that campaign. Um, and I think the DSA before that was relatively small. <laughs> I have to say I'm not like a, an expert on their history. But no, but it was in like the the four digits before. <laughs> yeah, and now their goal is six. For they're making a goal about DSA 100k. So, so it's it's really gone up exponentially in the last DSA, four or five yeah. years. Well, mm-hmm. it used to be it's just a, a thing of just yeah, like like old people who would like join a socialist organization in the U.S. Right? Like it has a. a yeah, there's a lot of like, so I am a longtime DSA member living in Germany, so I haven't really done anything. But when you would go to DSA <laughs> meetings in the US, there's like a handful of people in their 20s, and then a couple old guys, and they'll like tell stories. They're like, 
Yeah, it was 1969. It was me, Kenny, and Jerry Rubin, all right? We were down by the courthouse on, you know, south, on 8th South Street or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so. And yeah, that's the, that's the group. But now it's got us. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now we're, we're, all, we're all young and youthful and, and more radical probably, I hope. But um, yeah. yeah, so um, I guess, because the thing that then prompted us wanting to do an episode about this was um, something that then if our listeners heard us on the bonus episode talking about how this became such a uh, uh, a shit a shit storm as the Germans love saying or wait what is it uh, is it yeah. shit storm yeah yeah, shit yeah. Storm. Germans love the word shit storm yeah. and um, of I think it was a picnic in like Tempelhofen something like completely mm-hmm. harmless and just Germans flipping their shit of of uh, 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 yeah exactly the Americans coming in telling the Germans how to like be left wing that DSA is American imperialism. <laughs> well, I mean, what better place to have American imperialism than Tempelhofer Feld? I know, right? <laughs> yeah. It's, oh it's shit! Really, like I said, continuing <laughs> a proud tradition. Rosin Mamba 2.0. Uh, like you don't know what that I is. I was. I had to register in my head what the Rosin Mamba okay. was, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, if we can just like back up a little bit, I know you guys did an episode with Claire, one of yeah. our organizers from um, our group was DSA in Berlin is kind of forming from the remnants of Germany for Bernie. Um, the rest people in peace. building the on the foundation <laughs> of. Yeah. Sorry, uh, yeah, <laughs> um, but during Germany for Bernie, we kind of like found a lot of not just Americans, but people living in Berlin who like wanted a way to get involved in U.S. politics. Um, who are feeling super disconnected and alienated from not being able to vote in Berlin, being able to vote in the U.S., but not being able to, like, kind of participate in the campaign. Um, And, you know, the Bernie campaign has this, like, once-in-a-generation chance to maybe get some modest social (laughs) democracy. Um, And just kind of realizing that there are so many people out there who are searching for some base, some way to get involved, and we should bring them, we should keep them in, like, an organization. We should keep them organized. Um, I think a lot of people literally found the Germany for Bernie group by Googling, like, Bernie, Berlin, Bernie, Germany, Bernie Sanders, like, just desperate for some way to help and get involved. So The Germany for... Uh, I guess it started with Berlin for Bernie first, and then went to Germany for Bernie. It was a like big group. It was one of the biggest of the like international like campaigns of the Democratic candidates, wasn't it? I mean, like I remember going to the meetings. And it was always packed and a good time, and you know Rob doing his phone calls to to people, telling them to vote for Bernie. You actually called people. Yeah, yeah. Rob, Rob wow. looked like Rob looked like a guy with his like head. You know, he had his headset on and was like walking back and forth, like doing like closing <laughs> deals. It was sick. But yeah, no, it was it was really. I think from that alone, at least from my perspective, I could totally then um, it filled a void for me politically. Of one, Bernie was exciting, obviously, regardless of like how much of his politic um, yeah. I necessarily like entirely agreed with it was still like as i think the but you said it perfectly of a basic social democracy that the united states does not have and and seeing that then amongst people who live here who do have i would say maybe access to that basic social democracy seeing that what other people then could also have but after you know after bernie dropped out not even just that after um super tuesday and being at the at the event and just like the the what we thought was going to be 
you know, Bernie big ballin yeah. just kind of crashed and crushed. Fl- yeah, just yeah. crushed in front of all of our eyes. And I really like for me personally, I just lost a lot of, of, of hope for the US and, and felt like politically lost in the US. I mean, still even now with the elections, but um, kind of not knowing, obviously, at least for me, like what to do with my time because I, you know, invested the bit of time, you know, with, with, you know, texting, calling and all that. So um, I guess then uh, the question that I have then too, kind of following with that is like, why, um, why DSA, you know, because there's other organizations too that then are also on the table that then were involved. Uh, I believe like Our Revolution is the Bernie one. Exactly. And um, Our Revolution. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, So what made it then the sense the turn towards then uh, this organization instead of just piggybacking on the Sanders movement? Yeah, go ahead. Tom. Yeah, I mean, we so we actually did this in like a democratic way with our group is we okay. sent out a poll to everybody and had them vote on what type of group they wanted to be, whether they wanted to stay as a just sort of an independent group of progressives or leftists in, in Berlin or our revolution or DSA came down to the three choices. And pretty overwhelmingly, people chose DSA, I think, because it closely aligns with a lot of our values there's a tradition of DSA kind of growing out of the Sanders campaign, the way Michelle was talking about it did after he lost in 2016 is when they saw this huge membership spike. So that was already kind of an established pathway. And also just having a very recognizable brand, like people know what the DSA is. Um, they, they, you know, the name kind of says it, but um, it, it's something that... Democratic Socialists of America. I don't know. If I think we actually didn't say it. Yeah. No, thank in, you. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's good that... <laughs> that's good, yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, like that's a, that, that is like a perfect tie-in, too, because I remember in 2016, after, you know, after Bernie, I mean, you know, labeled himself as a Democratic Socialist, mm-hmm. and then I remember myself just Googling, like, what organizations exist in the U.S., and obviously the first one that comes up is DSA. Mm-hmm. So I can, like, yeah, I mean, that is, that is, uh, like, there is weirdly enough name recognition from the Bernie campaign that then isn't just like streaming down from the fact of like, oh, we're just going to continue doing the Bernie thing forever, even though he probably will never run again, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And like, like I said, we, you know, we were all attracted to Bernie because of his policies and because of his ideals and ideas. Was it because he's hot? I I was about to say because he's cute. (laughs) That too. But um, and so we didn't want to do our revolution and just be kind of like an outgrowth of the campaign directly and just be feeling like kind of hangers on to like one particular politician, but actually a, a broader organization that seemed like they had a more forward looking vision about how to accomplish some of these goals. Um, and to your question about, you know, why should we have a DSA Berlin? What's the point of that? So there's like a few sort of broad, like, broad goals we have that are kind of on our agenda. I wrote down three here. And one of that is just a starting point for U.S. citizens in Berlin to get involved. And as kind of one, there's the Democrats abroad here, but they're very tied to the kind of party establishment. They're much more centrist. And so we wanted kind of an alternative to Democrats abroad. Alternative for Democrat. The true AFD. The true AFD is in town now. Um, and also education, like the American educational system and how it treats anything leftist or socialist mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is so abysmal. And you just don't really get much perspective on that, especially for international issues. So to provide a platform to actually educate people more about what's going on. And 
also connections with other groups. Um, if you guys were at the picnic, you saw we had people from Progressive International, Labor for Berlin, the um, the uh, Linka Internationals, yeah. yeah, and so all different groups talking. And so we want to be like a jumping off point for Americans who want to get involved in local politics who might not feel comfortable just showing up to, say, like a D-Linka meeting. But they can come to us, we can introduce them to people, and then they can get involved in local left politics. I'm terrified of D-Linka. We so can yeah. hold their hand. We can yes, bring thank them you, physically. Oh. <laughs> <to> the- <laughs> yeah. If you're like interested in left politics but socially you only feel like you can talk to like programmers who live in Neukölln like <laughs> DSA Berlin's for you or it's the bridge you know <laughs> not wrong yeah. and as a, a second point um, a way to get involved in US electoral politics both for expats and for um, for non-US citizens in Berlin like we had a very international mix of people um, during the Germany for Bernie period. And we want to keep it that way and not be just like an expat club or something. And so both for Americans to stay connected in their home politics and also everyone else who bears the brunt of a lot of American foreign policy. Um, and they actually want to make advocate for some political change in the U.S. This gives them an opportunity to do that. And um, the last one, and I touched on this a bit, would be to partner with local left groups and movements, like I said, Linka, Progressive International, local anti-racist groups, um, and not, not just as like a jumping off point for other Americans, but really doing events together, partnering with them, you know, going to demos, so on, and, like, and having a large group of people that can contribute resources and people to local movements. Yeah, I should say, I, I'm joking, but like, because that's like a stereotype or something, but like nothing really reminds you of like, that, I don't know, the impression that you get from, I don't know, just looking online or like something mm. you hear about is like not connected to reality in that most of the people, at least, um, who are, I don't know, maybe critical of something like why was why would DSA exist in Berlin mm. would say something like they're just there for a year, I don't know, to like have fun and then move or, or go to techno clubs and then move back, which is like, I mean, if, if you have that opinion, then I would agree like, okay, DSA, Berlin doesn't make sense, but like, that's not the case. Like, I mean, yeah. it's just like you have to adapt. Like, there's such like a international community, not just Americans in Berlin. Yeah. And I don't know politics. Like national politics don't really have a lot of openings for the. I mean, the the kind of cities that like we actually live in now. You know. Yeah. Even like I can vote in Germany on like local yeah. elections and stuff like that, and I'm not in any way. Like, I don't in any way feel welcomed into, like, any left-wing group that then previously... Like, a German left-wing group that previously existed. <laughs> so, like, um, one of the examples that then I was really drawn to during, like, the European elections for that reason was, like, DM. Mm. Like, we've, we've talked about them multiple times you because mean, like, they did offer... Pan-European... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Something like that. Something that actually doesn't only focus on the national level of yeah. politics. And you don't feel like a piece of shit. Try to unite the left all over yeah. the place, you know? Yeah, it doesn't make you feel like so, a piece of shit that you yeah. go there and you don't know all, like, the weird idiosyncrasies <laughs> of how the German left just is a, and, a shit show. Yeah, and I mean, that is a smart move as well because you had so many people organizing for the fi- first time during the Bernie campaign. And it was you know, fun. Yeah, oh, yeah, and then you get disappointed, kind of, <laughs> you know? I mean, it's, and, like, truly bizarre yeah. that the first time I got involved in U.S. Yeah. politics was right after I moved to <laughs> Berlin yeah, and started. Yeah, um, yeah. And I think encouraging other people to, like, take that leap, it's yeah. so much easier with these established course, structures yeah. and, like, an actual left um, that exists in <laughs> yeah. Germany. And, yeah, and, I, oh yeah, go ahead. and we should 
take like it's fine if people are here for a year Mm -hmm. then they should learn something and (laughs) go back and figure shit out like it makes sense definitely yeah exactly i was just gonna say you know most of the people most of the most active people in the group are in germany really for the long haul like it's not just a come and go kind of party thing um but you know if someone is here for a year to go to techno clubs isn't it better that they're active in left politics when they're not yeah. at the techno yeah, club the for yeah, that year exactly. and yeah, just doing a, being a total degenerate. Well, yeah. Yeah. I, th- yeah. This gets at something that reminds me of like, I don't know, one of the critiques or maybe a left critiques of DSA. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, why are you democratic socialists? Like that's yeah. like the, you should be, you know, I, mean, I, don't know, a I had a something. French anarchist guy approach me very hostily. <laughs> 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 oh, no, after French, after the so picnic, after the picnic, it's like, why you say democratic socialist? Why don't you be proud socialist? It's like, oh man. It's like, the US. You have yeah. to put something, yeah, safe. Yeah. I mean, it, it ties into the Bernie campaign too, because yeah. maybe the similar critique of I don't know electoralism or the Bernie campaign or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think this is a tendency that we talk about on the show a lot, which is to yeah. look at politics as like, like politics doesn't exist in a vacuum, but people treat yeah. it as if like ah, I will have like fifty exactly. percent democrat democracy, fifty percent socialism, yeah. and that's like there's no what even is democratic socialism, right? I mean, it's just like a kind of idea generally that people are there's no like specific program or anything i think the value of Mm. bernie campaign and the value of dsa has been more than i don't know the um uh like the ideology in uh abstract or in isolation that's not the value of it it's the challenge to the system and the forward movement it provides um i mean certainly that's why i joined dsa Mm -hmm. because i'm like oh this seems like where it's happening like something is actually changing here yeah i think Um, the u.s too though allows like your brain to just get fried on the sense of this because Europe is a little bit better when it comes to like broader left-wing movements. Mm -hmm. Maybe they're not all the best, but the attempt of like a coalition of left-wing parties is very much a vibrant thing that exists in like most European countries. Like, yeah, okay, Germany... Is there a problem with SPD on Die Linke in the West? Yeah, but but, I mean, like I'm thinking more in like the sense of like Podemos in in, in Portugal or like the absolute failure that Syriza was in Greece. Like still ideologically, they weren't... I mean, they were socialist, obviously, but it was just kind of like, yeah, you're a green anarchist. That's your thing. Cool. Come on board. You know, you're a communist. Cool. Whatever, you know. You just like left-wing politics and don't know where you belong. Like, that's cool. You don't have to... Like, Die Linke does that. You know, there's different caucuses in the party. You have different factions, yeah. Yeah. In Die Linke, you have the reformistische Linke, the the reforming... uh, We don't don't like them. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You have the communist ones as well. You have the old ones there. They have some, like... I mean... Were they right? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you have, and then you have the ima- uh, emancipating left, so like the yeah. emancipatorische Linke. A lot of them are actually, they're like the reformist, uh, but they are the ones in Bundestag mostly. Yeah, them, and so. the you, I mean, like, because I mean, like, in the sense of, I mean, this is just simply my perspective, but they're just looking at it then from how the U.S. works with, I mean, you have two major parties, both of whom don't do these things very well either, but... They're still both Big Ten, but they're for a complete different form of Big Ten politics. So I think, I mean, DSA has, like, yeah, I don't know. DSA makes it accessible for people who are American. or like, I want to be left-wing. I just don't know. You know, like, I I, I got in, like, you guys mentioned, like, with the Bernie campaign, stuff like that. Like, I was the exact same way. I didn't know anything about left-wing politics until the Bernie election. And then, not really. 
Don't look at me like that. What? <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, with that, like, like it, it was a massive learning process for me of, like... Actually doing stuff. Yeah. You knew about left-wing. Yes. Yeah. Okay, but, like, I mean, because, like, the U.S. The, the U.S. has your, like... Yeah, when it comes to anything that then's left-wing in the U.S., everything's evil, bad, and this and that and that. And then when you find that there's, you know, an organization or a group or a person... In the case of Bernie, that then's advocating for stuff that's that, you don't need to necessarily know all the intricacies of like, oh, there's anarchism, or there's Maoism, or there's this, or there's that. It's just all under the like, hey, like we're we're the left, like it's cool, <laughs> hang out with us. If, right. if yeah. Podemos were Portuguese, they'd be Podemos. So <laughs> just, <laughs> just <laughs> oh, a little, no, little something for the <laughs> listeners. Moving on, <laughs> Podemos is Spain, right. isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, sure. I want to ask stupid. about. Um, so as far as I understand, the the structure of Berlin DSA is a little. Um, unique. Um, can you talk a little bit about that? How, how you decided to take this path forward, and I don't know what what are the political reasons for that? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, as an international chapter, we don't have the same exact like relationship and structure with DSA nationals as like I don't say the New York chapter, the Boston chapter, so on. Um, and meaning that we're not like we're not bound to some of the same things, and we're not technically an official chapter, but they, the DSA national knows you haven't we're been here. patched in yet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's basically just a bunch of very boring GDPR reasons why we can't become official. So I won't dwell on that. But, um, so, you know, we're offered a bit more flexibility in how we structure ourselves and, um, both how we relate to nationals and what, how we conduct our own business. And so after that picnic, we had discussed elections and doing that. And then, realized that this turned into quite a contentious topic with how it was going to work and all of this. And it felt very unnatural for our group, which evolved very organically through the Bernie campaign. And there was no titles, no hierarchy. It was just the people who wanted to get involved got involved. And we realized the, the sort of the best wasn't coming out of people by doing this elections thing and just decided to scrap that. Basically keep a similar structure to what we had do, been doing, which is have working groups, have people just take the initiative, you know, say if they want to help with IT or social media or planning events or doing electoral work, just make a group of people, figure stuff out and then do that and then, you know, run it by other people, obviously, if you're going to do an event in our name. But just having it be organic, having it be flat and non-hierarchical and really having our group based on who shows up and does things, not on titles. So I think both coming from the past group that was important and I also think as a way forward it just it'll make it a lot more sort of friendly and approachable and not feeling like there's these set things Germany listen up <laughs> <laughs> the tea has brewed for an appropriate amount of time it's Ooh. ready to to pour okay. and yeah. or spill it <laughs> I mean we can yeah we can we, we, we can spill the tea I mean that is that is <laughs> that is uh, I do like I do like causing problems within well, the left I, I wanted that background because everything like again to me mm. seems great guys are approaching it open minded humble like we're just gonna try to get involved you know have an access point for these people who aren't really involved in politics mm. like how do we go forward? And then the Germans And then the come. image, the image, the thing is it's not just the Germans. I don't know. We've I know, talked about know, it. Yeah. But um, how do you answer to the, to the, the charges uh, laid out at the beginning of this episode that you are destroying the German left and our American, you know, You're so Americanizing occupiers. The, the left. Maybe they need it. Yeah. <laughs> so I think Michelle has a couple funny tweets to look out, but I'll oh, just, yes, I'll just answer yeah. that. She has, she has the fucking receipts. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, I want to see it. <laughs> 
I'll just answer that real quickly. Is like we definitely see ourselves as a complement to these existing mm. groups, not a competitor at all. Uh, I think over half our members are also a member of a local, a different local Berlin yeah. left group. So this idea that we're somehow taking away <laughs> from that is very silly. If anything, I, like I said, I think this is a pathway to get people to join those other groups yeah. via Yeah, we want to like funnel them yeah. directly I'm into just flabberg- existing organizations. <laughs> yeah. it's not. I'm legitimately flabbergasted that Germans think that you can just only be like, and you can one, only care about one thing. Yeah, they love their faena. Yeah. They love that shit. No, all right. This, <laughs> sorry. All right, just to make it clear, the reason is because LOL DSA is a meme that might get you upwards of 12 likes on Twitter, which is why people say it. Uh. <laughs> so if I say LOL DSA and then, like, right, like... Mm-hmm. Seriously? That's perceptive. Like what if I say AOL? Sounds like an episode title. DSA. LOL DSA. Yeah, I'm going to keep it. LOL DSA Berlin. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so I mean, to talk about what ignited this, like, let's get messy. <laughs> there was just one picture that one of our um, friends, like one of the attendees, posted, being like, "So excited to start organizing!" Like glitter emoji, red flag. Who's emoji. not even German or American? <laughs> yeah. nope, That's the funniest <laughs> thing about it. So the person that, that treated. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah and um, the replies got a little. Heated. I mean, so <laughs> just endless, like amigo home, like Yankees, Raus, like a couple positives. Rob can agree to that as a Red Sox I, I, fan. I, I, so. I, wish, I wish they would be so passionate about Republicans abroad. They invite them to their fucking talk shows. All Yo, the holy time. shit, they do. I forgot about that. Spit, and then they spit race theory on fucking German public TV. <laughs> True. Seriously. They did a whole thing. did a whole thing too, like last yeah. week uh, about fucking. Wait, wasn't John Bolton on yeah, German yeah, yeah, TV? Yeah. yeah, yeah King course, shit. Yeah. Oh, God. So that's lovely. The that's Republicans a proper American German relationship. Be, yeah. Yeah. I'd like to see those Ami go home. Replies on like Ramstein Air Bases yeah. Twitter. Like, yeah, cool. I think that'd be a better place. Yeah, for yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, they mention Ramstein a lot, don't they? Like in the in the comments or something, didn't they? Or maybe I saw another tweet. <laughs> I think that you're just like lathing this into your own reality, and that's cool. No, no, like, I just yeah, I know what the Amigo Home um, shit is about, and Ramstein is always mentioned. At some point, maybe someone would talk about Dresden. That's a real Nazi group. Then <laughs> there's only like three or four drone operators in. Uh, DSA Berlin, so we're not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fine. <laughs> All right, so yeah, so <laughs> one of the replies was like, somehow there is an even more elite and rich membership than NYC, raising hands emoji, like, let's go. And someone re- responded, LOL, I'm in Berlin because I can't afford the US. And I think that just kind of spoke I don't know how many people from back home, because like, like, I'm from Phoenix, so even like talking with my friends, they're like, yeah, I have a studio apartment that's like 1800 a month. And I'm like, dude, you live in Phoenix. Come on. <laughs> like, why? Why are you doing this to yourself? Oh, well, you know, it's, it's, it's not that bad. It's located in a horrible part of town. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's not that bad. I pay 400 bucks a month for my like VG. I mean, given it's not the most optimal uh, 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 scenario, but still, like Berlin is significantly cheaper. You know, you yeah. could be- get a, a plane ticket and then some with it, eighteen hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Just saying, Sam, this is I'm I'm literally addressing you. <laughs> I would think it is yeah, Sam. Okay. That is Sam. Yeah. Um, and then somebody who has the handle Hegel's Kegels said oh. that. Mm. Oh, that person is German. <laughs> or just a fucking pervert. No, not, not <laughs> just a fucking weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> 
No. Maybe I didn't get it. No. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. I'm, I'm well, we'll explain what cables are later to you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Whoever this person is said okay. that socialist orgs should not have abroad branches. They should be in an international. If you immigrate to another country for a little post-college adventure, you should join that country's left orgs, not start a DSA club. This is a direct okay. quote from Lenin. My life is an adventure. <laughs> Thank you for recognizing I, that. My life's the second international, so. That got me thinking. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, but, but the thing Wait, is, yeah, that proves that quote exactly right, then. Yeah. What the fuck? That person's <laughs> dumb. Who is this? Hegel, uh, Hegel's cake. K- <laughs> yeah, they're now private, so I had this, like, screenshot of it, because it's just... Yeah. <laughs> okay. Too much backlash from that, from that Yeah, tweet. it doesn't demonstrate a great understanding of how successful leftist movements have operated yeah, exactly. throughout history, yeah. so I'm not and it, I'm really confused, quite like, sure about that. Who are you supposed to join, like, like the, I don't know... The international that does like, what the what exactly. like the fifth international yeah, you become a posadist exactly. yeah. like, well it's just hey, it's just a classic <laughs> example of internet leftism yeah. putting the cart before the horse right it's like yeah. sounds great literally not an international so we're just gonna go ahead with what we got yeah, exactly <laughs> one day yeah. we could you know we're trying to make that <laughs> and if you would have like the international you would still have like location like. You know, you would still have... Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm really confused. Imagine being just, yeah. like, completely um, out of it, all right? Like, you mm-hmm. wake up in a coma. Like, you've been in a coma for 30 years, and you're just like, I'm going to join the Socialist International, finding out they're just, like, a <laughs> massive neoliberal shit organization <laughs> now. Yeah. You wake up and say you become a Trotsky, so... You don't know, I mean, that's just... You should probably check yourself into an institution at that <laughs> point. <laughs> Someone's hating on Trotsky. I'm just kidding. I'm just being. I'm. You know, we're we're, we're being saucy here yeah. in this part of the show. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a lot of accusations that we're just socializing and that it's nothing more. I mean, maybe it's because we called it a picnic. It was a picnic. I don't know what to say, but it's, fun. Um, uh, it's called grillen. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, if it was a Templehofer. <laughs> yeah, you got to be grilling with your boys and and girls and everyone they, else. They, they took away our grills because of. The Corona mass nomin. Oh, there was yeah. no grilling allowed. So this Corona yeah, like really grills deprived us of, yeah, a lot. One of the funniest signs I saw at Temple of the Fed was "Don't talk loud." Oh. <laughs> yeah, for Corona, like Corona mass nomin was yeah, "Don't talk loud" because Corona loves loud voices and parties. It just and hates shit Southern like Europeans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that's the Megan McArdle thesis that uh, loud. <laughs> We get more Corona if you get more Italians just in one place. I think that's a good example, though, of places just using Corona as a way to enforce, like, what they really love doing. Like, I'm yeah, sure Germans really, yeah. love that. Like, no, you have to, like, luft an extra now. <laughs> yeah, you have to talk exactly. extra quiet Excuse all the time. And they're just like, Luften has been proven like, correct. Yes, the pandemic like, is right great. Stoßlüften is very important. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, all right. What, are you going to tell me that then my kidneys are cold next or what? Come on. Yeah. That's not a thing. Yeah. No. This, this crisis is going to demand everything from us. We need to put down the 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 trena at the <laughs> at the casa. We need to wait and only cross when it's green. <laughs> only like only in this way. Like a water pipe like goes like through the middle of your kitchen. That's like yeah. bad. You have to move. <laughs> We're gonna remove the kitchen out of our house when we move houses as well because that's normal. It's not. <laughs> Literally, no. Um, Put on your fucking yeah. house shoes. We're getting. <laughs> do you? Have, do you have, Are there more? Oh yeah, there's a couple more. Um, yeah, just so I'm. 
these are people quote tweeting the just very wholesome picture of a picnic saying, I mean, why the hell not? At this point, it basically is just a socializing club to a large extent. Might as well get expats, their local hangers on, and generally foreigners zonked out on U.S. politics and culture involved in hangout. And somebody responded, what if we kissed at a Berlin DSA chapter meeting? Yo, that'd be <laughs> like, sick. Well, they're all online, so you can't kiss. Yeah, <laughs> like, sorry. Corona, think about that. I do get zonked out on U.S. politics every time I go to Bagheim. It really elevates the experience. <laughs> you know? It's very fast. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you thought Rob was going to make a serious point. <laughs> <laughs> it is very fascinating, though, that Germans are very like obsessed with America. Like we we talked about that before. We talked about the Route 66 stuff. Yeah, they fucking love that shit. I know they love the Confederate flag as well because they think it's a southern thing. So if yeah, it is a southern thing yeah, for know, all the I wrong reasons. I know, but I know, but Germans think it's just about the southern rock, you know, just listening to cool music like Kid Rock with your bros. Kid Rock is from Michigan. <laughs> I don't care. He's I love the, the T-shirts that are like. <laughs> Route 66, live free or die hard. Drive through cheeseburger, free rider. And you're like, that's just so much the mixed Americana is, all together. The brand yeah. is called Camp David. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, exactly. Oh, no, yeah, that then, um, what's his name from uh, 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 Dieter Bohlen? Oh, yeah, he loves is, Camp David. Uh, is it like... How does it work? A sponsorship, endorsement, yeah, yeah. or whatever? Yeah, yeah. Whenever he's on TV, he has to wear Camp David stuff. Right, so. and it literally is the most perfect distillation of Germany that you're like, yeah. what, what band was he in? Uh, Modern Talking. Yeah, okay. So you're one famous person from 40 years ago. Yeah. Well, that, that was part of the Camp David agreements. You have to get Dina Bullen to fucking wear these yeah. awful t-shirts. But... Uh, what I wanted to say um, is actually, yeah, how, how, how fucking obsessed Germans are with uh, American politics um, because they can point at America and always say, like, we're doing it better, you know? And we, we talked about that before when we were talking about something. America. America. And Germans and, and how there's and this Germans, weird, exactly. you know, there's, there's, there's the meme of the hand. So, like, when it comes to, to these critiques, uh, critiques it's, it's, it's interesting because at the same time, the thing, like, what... what well, it, it's this, um, this being convinced that, that the German left does it better in any way because it's America. <laughs> you can't do it. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, that's the idea that's behind it. There is, yeah, there is really like a thing of... Um, Saying like Frankfurter Schule was cool when it was in Germany and not when it was in New York. It was never cool, though. So let's just be real here. <laughs> there is a thing, and I, I think that then this is also a problem within the U.S. left, too. My fellow Americans can maybe also chime in on this, is that there is just a complete disconnect of like how big the left in the U.S. was, is not really anymore, but it's mm -hmm. good seeing like a revival of it. Cool. So you'll see Germans like fetishize like the Black Panthers, fetishized in a lot of really, you know, like the workers' movement that then, like, you know, hate to hate on the German workers' movement. But we like, have our own, okay. <laughs> I know that, but one of the most volatile and and successful workers' movements came out of the United States. This yeah, isn't saying yeah, the Germans true. weren't good. Obviously, they were in their own different sense. But the U.S. has such a vibrant history of leftism. One, why can't we do it? You know, one, why can't we do it then when we're, like, you know, disconnected from, you know, wherever we're from? And um, not then, uh, like exactly on that in that really bad quote tweet of that. Then why isn't international? Because it is like, and I think that then all of us that then who are within these organizations. I mean, I'm not, but you know, maybe I'll join. Who knows? Um, uh, uh, but 
Yeah, I mean, like, the sense of that, then, when you look at left politics, like, the people that I know that are most educated about international issues, typically, are amongst, like, left communities, you know, who aren't complete psychopaths, you know, who aren't, like, you know, uh, uh, studying uh, uh, foreign policy to, you know... No, uh, n- n- no offense. No offense. No, no, <laughs> but a sentence. <laughs> no, but but um, yeah. Like whenever you meet, like like I don't know, just like a German lib or whatever at university who's just like, I want to, you know, I want to, I want to study foreign policy, and I'm doing this. It's like you're insane. Just stop. Like, w- what are you doing with your life? Like, I don't know. I feel that there's that there's a real um, like, yeah. One, the sense that then Germans don't want to admit that the U.S. left is this thing. Yeah. This thing that then's historically been incredibly yeah. relevant for such a long yeah. period of time, and that too, why can't we then try to then do that? Maybe not do it again. Like we're not trying to do armed insurrection or whatever. But having a revival of the U.S. left is really invigorating for for at least for me. I like looking, like seeing then like this stuff happen and seeing it happen then internationally is cool. It's really it's really a good feeling for once, which is a, a lot to say right now. Like I've not felt good about politics in like the last five years, so. Yeah, and I think I mean I think your point about the role of Germany, uh, sorry, the role of the U.S. in German politics is really important because across the whole political spectrum, it seems like the sort of specter and idea of the U.S. bails out different parties in a different way. If you're the CDU, you can say, well, we're at least is not as cruel and awful and militaristic as those Americans. Yeah, exactly. And if you're D-Linka, you can say, well, at least we haven't failed as hard as the American yes. left because yeah. conditions yeah. aren't so grim here. And so I think mm-hmm. it actually, the idea of the U.S. plays a very convenient role in the narrative of mm-hmm. all different ideologies here. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> all right, are we ready for it? It a- wasn't all negative. I'm going to oh, throw in yeah, a positive I retweeted with a positive, with, I mean, maybe not a positive comment, but just a very confused uh a reaction that like I why had. is everyone yeah exactly. freaking out yeah, yeah. yeah i just didn't get it right and i mean other people express the same sentiment saying like why does everyone have an issue with this the more um u.s based and otherwise socialists that build relationships the better you know and like <laughs> someone said absolute losers on here are mad <laughs> that dsa isn't internationalist enough and then they get mad when dsaers start organizing in berlin like sure it's not the global south but it's something you know <laughs> yeah i mean germany why why you mad <laughs> wait so I, so I want to flip the question um just to, to do a little self-reflection for the americans here on this mm-hmm. on, on the podcast okay. <laughs> what do we see as the as the difficulties as uh, yeah, an immigrant organizing in a basically mostly foreign country. I know some people have moved around, but um, yeah, like, I mean, because it's, there's language barriers. I think we all speak some okay German, but like, you know, it's still not like native native language for me. And so there are some barriers to overcome and, and what's the best way that we can do that? Yeah, I mean, I think the, the language barrier is something to talk about but I, I mostly I think Nick kind of touched on this earlier Be, um, being an American immigrant expat living in Berlin you're kind of between two worlds and you feel this powerlessness because I'm a US citizen overseas I can vote in elections at home and that's what the Democrats and the Dems abroad want me to do they want my politics to start and end with voting blue and um vote blue no matter who uh, and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's bad <laughs> and a disgusting Come on, sentiment man. but um then i can't engage in like anything direct or 
like any direct action because I'm not physically in the U.S. like between elections. And so that makes you feel so stranded (laughs) in a way. And then on the flip side, you're here in Berlin and as a I don't have a European passport. I can't even vote in the local elections, but then I can show up to things and I can show up to protests and organize in person. And I think DSA in Berlin merges these possibilities. You kind of have like the two halves and make a whole <laughs> in our organization. So um, if you feel alienated by that, then come organize with us. Yeah, Julia's going to have her two cents about how you can't do that. What? No, I'm just kidding. You're like, because you're the lone German here. So like, no, absolutely not. You have to stay where you are. Amis raus. Uh, I'm wearing my Route 66 t-shirt <laughs> right now. Yeah. I mean, just to answer, kind of answer. Sweet home. <laughs> right what, what if I told you that Route 66 does not go through Alabama? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Damn right. That's my idea of America. That is, I will say, yeah. and maybe I mentioned this on the on the episode about that stupid Route 66 bullshit. Yeah is that whenever I tell an older German that I'm from Arizona, they flip their shit out. They get way too excited. Oh, Route 66, right? Literally. Oh, my God. Did, yeah. Have you been there? Have you seen it? And did you buy a T-shirt? <laughs> and then show them a picture of what the highways in Phoenix actually yeah. look like. <laughs> They're pimp. They're awesome. Uh, Route 66 <laughs> is, yeah, is uh, for uh, Europeans, I hate to break it to you, it's uh, a, a horrible road that... Is I think I've you just seen parts of it. You've been on it in I Flagstaff, know, and Flagstaff. you didn't even notice it. And then I, I told did. you, no, you didn't. I did maybe okay, you did? Yeah, it's just like a two-lane highway. Which I mean, compare like, that. All right, well, when you're German, you compare get this that to the I-10. All right, you know. All right, we have Americans here. <laughs> you have your you have your interstate highways, big, massive, beautiful eight-lane highways. <laughs> Yeah, Route 66 bullshit <laughs> compared to that. I don't know what you have in Massachusetts, but it probably doesn't exist. So We have little highways. The it DSA will, will bring I-10 to Germany. Exactly. <laughs> nice. Oh, that'd be sick. The way you can drive no, here? That's no, scary. To, to, like, just to kind of try to answer my own question, it's like it doesn't go away. <laughs> yeah, let's hear it. I, I, ask, I, ask I mean, you're talking about highways? So I answer them. Um, no, I mean, just to like acknowledge that point, like, oh, you're Americans, like, you're not, like, uh, you're, like... I don't know, like, I mean, it, it gets at a real issue, which is that there's a lot of this stratification in, in, in Berlin across uh, class, education, nationality. And it's like, you can acknowledge that and, and give up and say like, okay, or you can try to do something about it. And everything I've seen from Berlin DSA is that it is trying to create a movement forward to do something about it, you know? And so if you if you care about trying to do that, then I think it's a good good thing to get involved in or at least support in some way yeah absolutely and like like i said we want to build bridges with these with these different groups and you know if anyone's listening to this that is from a different group that we didn't mention or we haven't worked with before like definitely contact us and we'll we'll let you know how to do that and get involved because we're by no means settled we have by no means our entire agenda determined like we want to get to know new people want to get into new movements and want to help out with these things we care about Um, If I can just kind of make that into a concrete example, Um, something I saw when I moved to Berlin was all the posters of uh, 
Deutsche Wohnen und Co. enteignen. Ruin people's lives yeah. and, um, yeah, try and just make people like have such an unstable um, situation. And so, yeah. you know, and the housing crisis obviously affects everybody living yep. here, um, even people who are unable to vote in Germany. And I feel like people listening to this podcast have probably heard of this campaign, but they're collecting signatures for a referendum and something that we're actually going to work on for the DSA in Berlin. They're going to collect, uh, or the, the goal is high, 50,000 signat political signatures, which means that people who can't actually vote and kind of like a, hey, here's a list of, uh, like, I think, is it one in four people living in Berlin actually can't vote in Berlin, which is a huge number. The Lincoln Internationals. Um, voting in Berlin in which sense? Vote in this yeah, referendum. In this, re yeah. Okay, so if you're oh. able to vote on a citywide thing okay. in Berlin. No, no, it's really specific in European politics. Right, yeah, it yeah. is, yeah. Ah, it was a referendum. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, yeah, yeah. So because like, in local elections you can vote if you are yeah, registered so and live here for a certain amount of time, right? Yes and no. Oh. It's, yeah, but it's with the referendums, no, you couldn't vote on the Tempelhofer referendum. No, I could exactly. not. Exactly. So I, I yes. was able to. Yes, exactly. Because, that's, yeah. the th that's where it gets yeah. really complicated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can vote on... All right, so for all of my, uh, my, my fellow uh, Europeans living in Germany, you can only vote on like your like, Bezirkswahlen. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And you cannot vote on pretty much anything else except for when European elections come up. Yeah. But... I would classify under this group then because I can't vote for exactly. Berlin-wide things. I can only vote for like my 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 Keats, if you will. Right, but you would agree to the idea of expropriating the sounds yeah. cool. Landlords. Tell me more sounds about this. Beautiful. Um, <laughs> Don't tell me too much because we actually have an episode lined up about this. I'm not going to tell yeah. you too much, um, but I think it's a perfect example of how people who have worked with our group before can take their phone banking skills and just oh. transfer that Rob. to <laughs> Rob. But Seal the deal, kid. <laughs> to collecting signatures. And, you know, if you maybe don't speak that great of German, you can also organize in English and, you know, go to all the mm -hmm. popular spots where all our... Temple of Fit. And organize renters. So... Um, I think that's kind of a perfect example yeah, of our niche. <laughs> well, so just building off of that, I wanted to ask more like not only niche for like, yeah, people who live in Berlin, there's something, this is an issue that affects them and then try to get them politically organized. But like even like what value could there be in something like DSA as like an outsider perspective in the German left? Not to like, we're coming to save and fix all the problems of the German left, but a little bit of like, Different perspective, dynamism. Is there, are there examples that you guys want to share? Anything in particular that I don't know that you want to bring, or, or you find that like you don't have an outlet for, or not enough support for in the German left? 
What do you yeah, bring to the like, What do you bring to the company? To the, to the, to the, yeah, what do you bring to the? What's what? our greatest weaknesses? Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But tell me real weaknesses. Don't say that you're too. I'm too I'm honest. I'm a perfectionist. Yeah. We're yeah. just too democratic and too open. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I, I'll say mine, which is because we've talked about it on the podcast before, which is that uh, you're just too ripped. The DSA um, uh, endorse uh, the BD. Oh, meant, I thought you meant like 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 personal uh qualms or like you know nope. never mind all right keep going <laughs> like uh the dsa is like a pretty staunch ally of palestinian solidarity movements it endorsed bds at the 2017 uh convention um and uh there are a lo- several groups across germany that are trying to do you know it provides solidarity to palestine and that is uh, not find a reception yes. on much of the german left yeah and so like literally dsa is I find I believe very strong on on Palestinian solidarity, and so like that know. already is something. I mean, like, did you see the news today? I want to <laughs> I want to try to help. You know, do you see the CDU is trying to get every um, reference of Palestine taken out of yeah, yeah. of yeah yeah normal country? There's just that word is yeah. anti-Semitic. The historical yeah, name yeah, of the region yeah. is anti-Semitic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Romans, the Romans, fuck, they were so anti-Semitic. Actually, maybe the Romans were anti-Semitic. I take that back. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're absolutely yeah right. I don't even want to act like DSA has all the answers, but like sometimes the outside perspective is very useful. Teach the German <laughs> left how to phone back. <laughs> yeah. yeah, actually. <laughs> You're not allowed to call. I think that is oh, the wait, way we can? can kill the German okay. left is calling random Germans. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like we have a we have a law about calling for advertisement, and I don't know political advertisement would probably also be that thing. So you are not allowed to because call and send letters if people didn't ask you for it. I mean, yeah. the amount of blank stares I've gotten from Germans when I like try and explain what a phone bank is. I mean. The word Wait, bank, bank might be confusing, them, but they literally cannot understand the concept of like talking to random people about Telephone politics, not. texting <laughs> them like, "What the fuck? We don't even talk in general." Like. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but I think to Rob's point, there was. I'm gonna read another tweet, you guys. Hell um, yeah! <laughs> but somebody replied to this photo saying, "Maybe Almans should reflect why local leftists don't want to join their groups." Parentheses, boring, racist, wildly pro-Israel. Close parentheses. Mm. And why so many people hate them. See <laughs> Damn above. right. <laughs> I, I like this person. So we're referring to anti-Deutsche here. <laughs> it's not even just it's like anti-Deutsche. I think it goes beyond that, doesn't it's it? It's absolutely beyond that because yeah, it is um, a lot of German groups that feel like they can't, like, oh, well, we just can't talk about that can't at all. can't touch it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, so. I know. So, yeah, yeah, you're right. There's specific issues we can take on particularly like Palestine, like you mentioned that are a bit taboo for German groups, but yeah, also the, the outside perspective is totally valuable. I mean, just from like in a way as an American, when you're here, it's almost like you're, you're sort of coming from the future to offer a warning of like, this is the hell world you can become in 10 <laughs> I to say this all years. the time, but I know it like, always sounds like, I don't know, so patronizing, but like it, there's a materialist, like, argument for it like bill clinton like they did welfare reform in the 90s and gerhard schroeder did it in 2003 like it's coming (laughs) like it's the same like 
Like, I mean, yeah, this could probably just try to tell trust us. I'm, I'm like, I'm no. like, it's gonna get. Was like, no, no, no. The German system. We have, we have like the, the social welfare system. Yeah. It's not gonna erode that much. It has no, been eroding flats, before. Flats everyone's will never eyes. become that expensive. We're not New York City. Why would we ever become it's, like that? And it's, it's like, why do you think? Why do you have this sense of exceptionalism? Like, it will happen here yeah. too. All right, it's exactly. Exactly. democracy. Yeah. Still in the different manner, of course. Oh, okay, oh, okay. Yeah, a little. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, I'm talking about like circumstances. Like circumstances, the way, like you know. The circumstances in countries are different. I'm just saying that okay. from a sociological perspective, can't say like you kind of like have. Of well, course, yes. I wouldn't say that it's all like passive uh, dependency or something like that. But of course, like of course, if it's a neoliberalism as a gro- global regime, of course it would at some point, you know, okay. end up in Germany. My as question well. to you then: the development are not the same. Of yeah. course, absolutely, I 100 percent agree. My question exactly to you is. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, you think no. it's exactly the same? No, my question to you is... So is that, that, that would be like one size fits all, and we all know that that is exactly what neoliberalism tried. And Is it, it one size fits all, though? First, has been quite flexible and can produce the same yeah, yeah. hyper-unequal yeah. outcomes in very different institutions. Germany's yeah, doing that right now. Because it doesn't see itself as an ideology. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> what happens when... Germany, a massively export-driven economy, cannot fulfill that role anymore and can't do austerity anymore. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> We're already, like, uh, giving up the Schwarze Null right now. Yeah, so. no, not even just that, but, I mean, like, Germany's going to have to do austerity on itself, which it's been well, doing... It has been. It yeah. has been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, it's, yeah, yeah. It's but, like, but, it's I, but I mean... wage, like... Of course. Uh, I mean, austerity yeah. in the sense, on itself, the way that, then, like, the UK is, is doing it, in the way that the United States... Okay, the U.S. hasn't been doing austerity per se, but um, just yeah. massive cutting of everything. Yeah, public spending. Yeah, yeah. just the U.S. is this like this so massive like cult of, of 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 accepting that. Then I mean, like, it's so weird to me that then in the U.S. the debate comes down to like taxation, which is a weird thing to kind of view as like a, a thing to vote on. You know, Germany that that's, that's, that's not an issue. When it comes you know? to Texas, definitely. Yeah. yeah, five ten years that may actually become one. You know, like. I mean, when you right, can't... No, when we only have it's 16% like the managed. lag time between <laughs> yeah. pop music that is produced in the U.S., Despacito <laughs> exactly. by Justin Bieber, and then here you are like three years later and they're still fucking playing it like on the U-Bahn yeah. one and they're enjoying it and it's like... I have a series of examples on this. It's not like that anymore. The yeah. memes... The memes... All right, we, we can't... We can't get too much into yeah. it. Aust- <laughs> yeah, uh, austerity against uh, the Southern European states is despacito. <laughs> it's gonna, it's gonna eventually get boring, and just not provide anything. So you do it to yourself, then. I mean, like again, it's not that Germany hasn't, but Germany's been doing it in a way that then has allowed them Wages. to still have, yeah, through. I mean, the healthcare industry, uh, industry, healthcare sector has been one that then has been massively cut. That like Germans just will not admit it's been happening unless they're like in the healthcare sector. Um, hot sphere is like probably one of the, like the biggest examples oh, yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but we can talk about that here and be like, yeah, that's happening. But then most Germans will be like, oh no, what are you talking about? We're not neoliberal. Like we're we're uh, we're a sozial Marktwirtschaft. But yeah, like hot sphere basically should be yeah. seen as a way to maintain the German export model. Is exactly that you make being unemployed worse. You increase is the logic of it to keep the incentives to work more. So therefore you're willing to take a lower deal, lower wages, making German exports more competitive on the world. market. So it's, it really, you know, austerity works differently depending on if you're a surplus or a deficit country, but 
for Germany, it's to maintain this export model. Mm -hmm. It's a very like it's a very weird system. Whereas like the yeah. UK, basically, they're a huge deficit country. They just did austerity as like an ideological self-inflicted wound. Yeah, yeah. Just for fun. Just to fuck over poor Hanging out with yeah. your bros. Yeah. Yeah. You live in austerity. Yeah. You know, you're at the club. You know, <laughs> your bro brought some austerity with him. You go to the bathroom, you know. You try a little bit. Yeah. Austerity. Now they even more. more. They, they swore it off like a year ago. They said no more austerity. Now they're coming right back for more. <laughs> but Corona came and they're like, I, you know, I'm, I'm at home. I'm bored. Like, gotta do some austerity. Yeah, some austerity. <laughs> yeah, but but I but I mean that as a serious. No, we're talking about austerity. No, 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 no. But this, this this question doesn't have to doesn't have to have an answer because it is in the future. I'm genuinely curious of. An issue like that that Germany pretends doesn't exist when it's going to end up directly in their face as austerity because you've been able to do it to everyone else and poor people, the two groups of people yeah. that Germans don't care I about. I mean, yeah, the whole wage thing and shit like that. I mean, all that Germany, like, or a lot of Germans think about is just like, oh, but we're still like export country number two <laughs> or something. Probably, yeah. Yeah. The trade know. surplus as a percentage of GDP is the highest, yeah, but okay. it's a, I think the second smallest yeah, absolute like, yeah, amount behind yeah. China. Yeah. Okay, exactly. China, <laughs> they were first. Um. So what you're saying is that Germany needs to become like China, then? I mean, actually, that'd be kind of oh. sick, but whatever. In a <coughs> well, political economic say, you know, way, not in a in a Xi Jinping worship way. I said before, even that wage stuff and shit like that, or cut uh, in healthcare or healthcare like changing, especially because the model is kind of like. It's Obamacare if it not, worked. No, I mean, um, doesn't work in in the long run. Oh, you um, mean like actually? You look at the okay. dem demographic like um, tendencies. Um, and How do we end up here? Is my first question. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm I'm going back to America with this saying. They would still say. Well, at least it's not like in the U.S. <laughs> this is true. No, back to the like <laughs> looking at the U.S. for anything is odd. like yeah. to a very like like to a perspective that then when people who like when Germans look at the U.S. as that mm -hmm. there's not really a country you can do much worse than right now. Like just to be very honest, like I can at least get the sentiment of then when people are like maybe not those horrible shit takes, but <laughs> Germans love this idea that they're not. All that bad. Yeah. And the U.S. allows you to then be bad, but then not be this global monstrosity that then is just, like, collapsing before everyone's eyes, you know? Like, you can... Like, Germany can, can respond to corona poorly, can just, like, avoid testing people, charge people 100 euros for a test, this and then that. But at least there's not 200,000 dead because Trump yeah. is so <laughs> fucking incompetent. And that's a really weird, I was going to say mashta, but that's not an English word. That's a very weird, like... Um, benchmark? Benchmark. Thank you. <laughs> and it's not a good one either. Like, I think that then that Germans really need to kind of come out of their shell and realize that, one, their country's shit, but not in the anti-Deutsch sense. <laughs> like, in a sense that maybe they can learn from, you know, others who have who have, who've, uh, been in the in the trenches of a horrible country. <laughs> because I think that then it's the same for everyone else in this room is that like the reason of leaving the U S is always a sense of that. It is really hard to live there just straight up. It's like not a, it's not a fun country to, to grow, to, to grow up in right now. Maybe 30, 40 years ago it was, but it like your, your options are very limited and Germany's just kind of like, well, it's still shit here. Like it's just not that shit. 
And Germans like take that as like a like a as like a, a way, like way too much pride. I, at least I think. I don't know. Yeah, you can like work a non evil job and afford rent in the largest cities. Yeah, like yeah. you know. Yeah. Okay, that's great. But like, why is that in question? <laughs> yeah, I mean, the way I I look at it is that like a key part of the socialist movement, uh, even aside from like all the political goals, is as like a philosophical one. Like, uh, I don't know if historicizing like the the political situation uh, in each country, but like there's a way, especially under and again I'm just talking theoretically under neoliberalism that like everything is just like oh well, that's just the way it is like and if health and if this country's good it's because it's I don't know they just do something Things better never stay the same and then if this country is worse and it's like oh I guess that's just because that's the way it is and what the socialist movement says is that this is all I mean hist- I mean historically contingent and like I mean because otherwise if like and, and we see this going on across Europe right now. If like your, I don't know, standard of living goes down and you're not, uh, you have no way to, to understand that historically, it's just like a force of nature. And then of course oh, you're yeah. just like, like capitalism is just a you lash force out of that there's, there's no way to deal with it because yeah. it's like, what is bad luck? God's yeah. will. So yeah. then of course it like, there's Inshallah. no, there's no political <laughs> form to, to, to grapple with it. Yeah. When you and, individualize everything, every yeah suffering you experience has to be your own fault mm-hmm. or something beyond yeah, your control. Yeah, yeah. And so you see how much we're ch- trying to change it a bit in the U S now, but how much any kind of collective action has been ruled out just systematically yeah. for decades. And I just think it's, it's valuable. Or at least I personally have learned even in just, even if it's not that different to move from the U S to Germany, just even a little bit of difference helps like yeah. re- rewire your brain to be like, Oh, Things are could be different, really. Like, really, really, you can see yeah, yeah, how it's, it's like completely historically, like, yeah, contingent. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think, yeah, on the we were talking about this earlier, but like anyone on the American sort of center left to left who hasn't actually lived abroad, I think, has this idea like, oh, everything's like paradise in Europe. Like, there's trains <laughs> yeah. and like healthcare, and it's all great. And Sweden it's like, is a and you, yeah, 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 yeah. For me, like, I, I sort of evolved through that state of thinking like America is the bad place, Europe is the good place, mm-hmm. and it's like. No, everywhere's shit. It's just a little less shit here. <laughs> yeah. And like that slightly less shit is something you can learn from and like yeah. try to implement some yeah, policies yeah, yeah. in America yeah. while also trying to make Germany better. Yeah. Yuli and I actually had this discussion earlier today Ooh. of that then Germany for Germany is the most like is the favorite country of American libs. They love it. They love writing about Germany. They, they keep to terms with their past and everything's fine now. Exactly, like that. <laughs> yeah, but I've realized, I've realized. Great. Yeah. <laughs> every day there's another ch- uh, chat group of like some. The, every day's an Einzelfall, you yeah, know? Every day yeah, every day's an Einzelfall. It's beautiful. <laughs> but um, there's really, like, for American libs and for some Germans too, I, I, I do get the feeling of. Um, kind of piggybacking on the sense of that then like it's still shit here but it's not as bad as the US <laughs> Germany is just a vibe for them like it doesn't it, <laughs> it doesn't actually exist obviously because when you bring up like statistical evidence of that then what Germany is they're like well what are you talking about like that's that, that, that's not Germany or like you know how right wing the government is here this and that and that well, we call it soziale Marktwirtschaft <laughs> yeah a word that means literally nothing because every economy is a soziale Marktwirtschaft like that's somewhat capitalist yeah but you're just like riding the ICE with like Merkel drinking a giant yeah. moss and then every day like, every fucking like day hiking in the Alps and yeah. skiing and it's great it's just like all yeah. you do here it's awesome yeah and, but that, I love like like at first I hate reading these articles and at the same time I'm like oh, you know what they're just they are they have the perfect like like 
small little perception of what then life in Europe is, and it's just kind of beautiful. It's literally that that what's that Netflix show now, the like Emily in Paris or whatever. Yeah, thing. yeah, Emily yeah, yeah. It. Every every New Yorker writer wishes that they could be that. Maybe like they went to like Europe once on like a on a you know little little excursion. You know they were they they got they got you know they maybe had like a, a moment where they like you know kissed a person of the same sex. You know they had like a they had That's a, so they, European. Yeah, exactly. Oh my god, did they smoke afterwards? They smoked a cigarette. <laughs> you know. <laughs> They had their moment. They realized that the entire continent's like that. Even though, like, when it comes to things like, you know, like neo-Nazism, where you had the largest trial last week since the Nuremberg trials in Greece, you know, all these big problems. They're like, no, no, no. Like, Europe's just a—it's it's a thing. It's out there. It's a vibe, <laughs> literally, and it's beautiful. So, America, you can have the vibe too. You know, maybe better though. I hope. I don't know. What is the American vibe? What's the vibe you want when you go to America? Route sixty six. <laughs> Freedom, <laughs> Southern Rock, Bogus. <laughs> you named three really cool things. So. All right. We should um, ask a few rapid-fire questions here yes. at the end. Um, okay, first, do you have to be an American to get involved? No. <laughs> uh, absolutely not. <laughs> oh. Anything else should we, we should elaborate? Just, I mean, I mean, you already mentioned that it's not technically, I mean, it's DSA in Berlin, DSA Berlin, whatever it is. You can... Do what? Yeah, you can get involved. Even <laughs> official chapters in the states, you do not have to be a citizen. It's kind of our whole oh, okay, cool. idea yeah, yeah. of <laughs> including people. How people? How should people get involved if they want to? They should. Um, they can sign up. Um, we can maybe give you guys a link um, to submit their information, and then we they'll be added to our mailing list. We'll contact them. Or you can always email us at berlindsa at gmail.com. Or follow us on Twitter at berlindsa. Come to phone banking. Um, I guess by the time this comes out, there will be two phone bankings left before the election. Or text banking. Or text banking if you don't want to talk on the phone. Who are you Uh, phone banking for, you should say? We are phone banking currently for Beth Dolio in Washington, District number 10, who is endorsed mm-hmm. by Bernie, Medicare for All, Green New Deal supporter, running against a pro-fossil fuel, uh, awful Democrat. It's actually a two-Democrat race because oh, of the way this wow. is. Oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah America's yeah, cool. Yeah. America's wild. America's a fucking... America's a vibe also, too, now, actually, now that I realize. I just... Some people might think you're phone banking for Joe Biden, so I wanted to clarify. Yeah. <laughs> we are not phone banking for Joe Biden. Oh. Shut up, man. <laughs> No, no, it's, 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 a, it's a valuable question because some people have kind of bugged us. Like, why aren't you supporting Joe Biden? You know, why aren't you doing this? And like, I don't want to open that can of worms hey, now. Hey, yo, but yeah. If you want to talk about that, you can attend our online event on October 30th at 730. We might also link that or something. We're having a panel discussion on whether leftists should... Uh, is it Noam Chomsky and Virgil Texas just beating up each other? Yes, we sent him an email oh, late yeah. in the night and he responded. Everybody wanted more, so we thought we'd yeah. that up. I did not actually watch that. I didn't either. Yeah. I, Me neither, nah. I just saw the tweets. But that, that will be, that's co-hosted Leave with... No, like, Noam Chomsky's 93 years old or something. Just leave like, him alone. Leave him alone. Leave him alone. <laughs> let, him, let him be a professor at University of Arizona. Just let him. Oh, he's in he is in Arizona, yes. Let leave the poor soul alone. He's to suffer enough as it is. It's like probably like 190 there today. Like, 
shit. He's melting. Um, that's he, why no. That's why he looks like the way he does now. <laughs> that's why he's dying. Is because he's in like 120 degree heat. Well, that's why he's still alive. He hasn't been in a cold place, so he yeah, can still breathe. True, nice true, air, true, yeah, true. That's the reason that then my 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 uh, grandparents moved to Arizona was because it was a dry heat. Maybe dry he heat. should lift in more. And then his face wouldn't mm-hmm. look like that. But yeah, so that I'll send him. I'll send him an email. Get back to with, me. <laughs> that event is co-hosted with the Linka International, so another example of like how we're trying to work with local groups and so on. I'm not so. convinced. Cool. What? I'm not convinced <laughs> that. The, I'm, I mean, we've been here for for my 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 timer says an hour and seven minutes. I'm not convinced that that DSA wants to actually you know link up and do stuff. I think it's just this this overhaul of American politics in Germany. I don't know. Like kind of sus imperialism. Imperialism. That's it's, the, that's it's an expat word. club purely for having fun and getting zonked yeah. out on politics. <laughs> yeah. So you should all join. Yeah, we all do. We Techno all the clubs are close right yeah. now. So we <laughs> doing cat in fucking Temple of Fade. Is there anything uh, you wanted to say that we didn't get to? Yeah, um, we, yeah. We y'all have like a lot of but... notes, and I feel kind of bad. All right, while they look at it, we should plug our event. Yeah, Rob and I are going to get messy, but actually not messy at all. Yeah. Uh, we're also talking about the U.S. election um, for Die Linke Neukölln on Tuesday at 7 p.m. So if this is coming out Monday at midnight, either tomorrow or no, today or Sunday, Sunday midnight. midnight. Okay, what's the oh, same? Monday morning. It's the same so midnight. Confused. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sunday into Monday. Um, it actually comes out Monday at 12.15 in the morning, oh, okay, so that there well. isn't this, this uh, analytics problem. There you go. Because we've had this um, before. We, but ours will be in German, so send it to German... Friends, family, we'll try to, you know, we won't say the same things that, that you will see on the, the cover of uh, Die Zeit oh, that I saw God. in the library today was <laughs> Make America Vote Again with a big photo of Kamala Harris. They really uh, just phone oh. it in. I mean, we won't do oh, that. Oh, God, yeah, yeah. Right <laughs> energy there. So, that's great. I literally... They always have great Whatever takes. language you speak, there's an option for you. Yeah. <laughs> that Our, option is be only Kamala for all the degenerate American club goers. <laughs> yeah. We don't know any German. So when you're in your fucking K-hole, you can still, you can <laughs> still pay attention. <laughs> it's a vibe, yeah. Yeah. Joe Biden's a vibe. Hunter Biden, Biden is 100% <laughs> a vibe. <laughs> Um, he declined, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, yeah, so is there anything else you want to say? Um, we're after. We're also going to have kind of a, a nice Zoom meeting after the election, two days after. That's I mean, DSA talk for doing cat. <laughs> um, great advertisement here. <laughs> know what slang your kids are using. <laughs> we're, so if you want to talk election shithole country stuff uh join us on thursday november 5th after your k-hole is over the k-hole being the u.s election (laughs) and that's kind of you know we're trying to keep everyone in the loop and organize them i don't think i've like going to be a stat uh zoom call yeah Yeah, i mean just because you mentioned bernie like it's worth contextualizing that yeah dsa's boom and popularity came with the bernie campaign Mm. And then, which, which was basically, uh, there was a Jackman article, what's it called, something like the five-year civil war. And now the future is uncertain, but DSA is still here. And so yeah. stuff like right. DSA Berlin yeah. is, yeah. I mean, it's all about, like, it's an open opportunity to, you know, Take do something. Take the leap, get yeah, offline. With like, what we've got, like. Well, being online being, on the Zoom oh, being, Yeah, being on <laughs> Whatever's going to, to happen, like, whatever's going to happen, like. I yeah. mean, something stop new, posting. Something or at least we are online would, army against whoa, 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 the Germans who hate us. Hold up. I <laughs> would never, posting. ever, ever say stop posting. Uh, keep posting. 
Uh, just maybe not suck at it like the Germans or whatever. You know. <laughs> and then, yeah, after the election, we're going to set up a recurring reading group and a recurring film group. So oh, just some, oh, nice, fun. some nice things to do through the winter. But follow us on the things I mentended earlier. When do we start Pepper the uh, DSA and then you can stay stay in touch with all those things. Uh, when do we start the like ultra violent Maoist group that like goes boxing in the middle of like a park in Neukölln? There's a channel on Mattermost for that. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where does where does DSA take the take the reins of of Jugendwiderstand? That's my real that's my real uh They they did leave a hole in all of our lives when they I am left. starting Red Guards Charlottenburg if anything <laughs> 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 Rob is gonna go to like the Lincoln meetings just being they're all vicious pieces of shit him and like three of his best friends just like beating up like 70 year old you know German leftists who are like oh the DDR was cool like I'm just here <laughs> you sicko Rob <laughs> Rob going sicko mode on all German leftists <laughs> Anything else? Yeah. We're good? That's it for me. Yeah. yeah. All right. How are we going to end this? Oh, uh, I mean, I think how we normally end episodes is just with a, a, a cliffhanger. <laughs> no, I mean, Stunt obviously, um, if you are uh, in Berlin, obviously check out DSA Berlin. Uh, you do not have to be American, as we found out tonight. I mean, we obviously knew that, but, you know, just to clarify it. Um, if. Uh, I don't want to hold the open question then for listeners in other countries, but if you're an American in, in another country who listens to our show, maybe figure out how to do maybe something similar. That'd be pretty cool, right? You know, I don't know. Yeah, you the can question's contact open. Us about that yeah, definitely well. contact us. If you're in a different country that we didn't mention or, or one that we did, like email us and we can get you into contact with the people in that country that are trying to organize for DSA. Like I said, this is happening all over Europe and elsewhere. So this is... You know, we're not a one-off at all. Like, this is a, a movement we're trying to build around the world. Nice. And I guess on that note... Uh, the Amis are not going home. They are not going home. <laughs> and You're stuck with them, whether you like it or not. <laughs> yeah, uh, we will be at uh, Brandenburger Tor on Thursday at, uh, you know, 15 Uhr <laughs> to uh, uh, get the Americans out of this country. And uh, we will see you guys all next week then, I guess. Yeah. And thank you to Ted and Michelle for coming. Thanks for everything you've done to get DSA Berlin off the ground. Thanks for putting up with Thanks our for shit. <laughs> Thanks yeah. for your service. <laughs> Thank, yeah. you, Thank you for your service. <laughs> <laughs> Salute. Yep. Yep. To give up your air- airplane seat for me now. <laughs> yeah. You guys are pretty much the vets. You guys you guys are stationed at, like, we were actually recording now from um, Rammstein oh, Air Base. <laughs> Ted's actually a drone pilot. I just want to admit it. This is Radio Free Europe. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah. Perfect. yeah, we'll see you guys all next week. Take care. Bye. Peace.